by deal with the cats obviously i mean trying to find the toy that they're dragging around the floor so it doesn't make as much noise i don't know if you guys can hear it but i can now they're just jumping on the bed i don't know it's crazy to record with them in the actual room um but amy adams i grabbed my drink i gathered my cats now let's talk about your favorite milk Listen, I know we missed an entire week, but the truth is that I was sick as hell. So now I'm at my parents' place and I will tell you the whole story. But if you hear the cats purring extra loud today, if you hear any outside noises, it's because I'm recording in my parents' guest room and not in my closet as usual. But I was very, very sick. Usually I record like Monday nights, sometimes Tuesday nights. And last Monday, I got home feeling like absolute shit. I was at work and I was already feeling really, really sick. Like I couldn't do anything. Luckily, we were pretty slow, so I could take care of the tables that I had. But every time I had to go greet a new table, I was like, <gasps> hi, my name is Lara. Like it was very, very hard. And the end of the night, I was just like shaking. And I knew that a fever was starting as I was driving back home. And then I got into bed. And the worst part is that I had a concert supposedly Tuesday night. So that Monday as I got home, I already know I have a fever. I try on the outfit for Tuesday, which I had just bought. So it arrived to my place and I was trying it on and I was already feeling like shit. So I said, you know what? I'll just take NyQuil. That's gonna help me. I'll have a good night's sleep. Then tomorrow I get to work from home. I'll chill and then I get to go to the concert and then I can, you know, it'll be fine. It was not fine. That night, I slept like shit. I kept waking up because I had a fever all night long. Like my fi my fire, my body was on fire. Like you could actually feel it. It was so hot. And at the same time I had chills and I had a headache and I had to like wake up in the middle of the night and just go chug down water. And if you know me, I don't drink water at all. Like I force myself to drink water. So the fact that I was craving water tells you how sick I actually was. So at like 2.30 a.m. I text my family group chat and I'm like fucking I'm so sad because there's no way I'm gonna make it to the concert like I'm dying right now I want to make an appointment for the doctor so I went online and I was able to make an appointment to go see the doctor Tuesday at 9 a.m. on Monday I had also like not worked my day job because I had meetings during the day so I was gonna work non-standard hours which means that I was gonna work after hours but as I was driving home and I was getting the fever I texted my co-workers like hey I haven't had a chance to catch up but I'm getting a fever I'll catch up tomorrow as soon as I can turns out tomorrow was Tuesday and I was feeling like even more so shit so I texted in the group chat like hey fever hasn't gone down I'm going to the doctor I promise I'll catch up as soon as I can but I'm not feeling well at all so I get to the doctor at like 8 30 my appointment was supposed to be at 9 and I get there at 8 30 and healthcare is very fucked up First of all, not only did they make me wait like two hours, so they didn't even see me at nine like I was supposed to. They saw me closer to 10.30 a.m. And then a nurse sees me and asks me all of my symptoms and I tell her she runs the test for COVID, uh, step throat, the flu, everything. And then they pull me in a room. And by then I was already with a fever again, shaking. I just wanted to go home, sleep. Like I didn't want to be there. And they tell me like, we only have one doctor here so you can wait and see her 
or you can see a doctor through our computers. And I'm like, really? Like I made my way here to see an actual doctor and you're telling me choose a computer. I'm like, no, I want to see the actual doctor. So they have me wait in this room forever. And then the doctor comes in for like two seconds, touches my throat and she's like, okay, yeah, we'll be back. And then a nurse comes back like 20 minutes later and she's like, okay, you're good to go. Here's your paperwork. And I'm like, but what do I have? And she's like, oh, everything's in the paperwork, but you have flu B. Here's your medicine. They're going to call you from the pharmacy to go pick it up. And I'm like, really? Not only did you have me here for so fucking long, like not even talking to me, not even checking on me, nothing. And then you do not even tell me what is wrong with me. Like you send a nurse to like check me out and it's a nurse who doesn't even tell me what I have. And she's like, oh, read the paperwork, like for real. So whatever, you know, I read the paperwork. I have flu B, which apparently is a flu that happens to humans and seals, which is fucking crazy. And at this point, I felt worse than I felt when I had COVID. When I have COVID, I didn't really have any symptoms besides body ache. But here, the flu was fucking killing me. I had a fever in my throat. I couldn't even swallow. Like, it was awful. But I was supposed to serve the night after. That Tuesday, obviously, I didn't go to the concert. As soon as I could get home, I got home and I slept all day. So I called my restaurant job and I was like, hey, listen, I'm not going to be able to come in for the two shifts that I have this week because I have the flu. So like, I'm gonna give them up on the app and like, if you guys can find somebody to cover for me because I can't, I can't work, I'm on antibiotics until the end of the week. But I can come back next week, which would be this week. After that, I went home, I texted my other uh, coworkers and told them like, today I can't do anything, I'm just gonna sleep and I'll be back tomorrow doing as much as I can through this. And so, I was feeling like shit for a really long time. Um, I had meetings, obviously not with the camera on, but like people would hear my voice and be like, oh, you sound awful. And I'm like, yep, I felt like shit, like a truck had run me over. It was awful. And then I was supposed to come to my parents' house for the weekend because it was Mother's Day. So I was gonna come Friday. And then by then I realized that they didn't schedule me to work at the restaurant this week which I guess it's because they wanted me to get better on all that stuff. So I just decided to pack my stuff, pack the cats and come over to my parents for the week. So I'm going to stay the whole week at my parents' house, which is very nice because sometimes I need that. Like I visit my parents as often as I can. And I always say like, it feels like home and it feels so nice to just be able to be with them and, you know, hang out with them and chill. And it's always just for the weekend, but now I get to do it for the whole week so like on mother's days obviously we went out for lunch to celebrate my mom and my aunt and then i've been working from their home and then after that we went to get my mom and i went to get our nails done and then we went to play bowling all together so it's been nice to have that uh family time which i need because you know tend to get low and sad so it's nice to have those moments so that's why i couldn't record last week because by the time I was supposed to record I was running a really high fever and I couldn't even think straight so I was like nah let me just skip one week come back next week stronger so here we are again back with another MILF and this week it's a MILF that I feel like everybody likes I don't know um she is extremely talented like she really is and she deserves a lot of the recognition that she gets. And I feel like for some roles, she's deserved more recognition than what 
she deserves. And I'm talking about, obviously, none other than Amy Adams. And it's funny because when I think about Amy Adams, I don't know if you can hear the cats going insane, chasing something. When I think about Amy Adams, I sort of think about like imposter syndrome because she does her best and she's always kicking ass and like giving her all to performances and then she doesn't really get recognized for it. Like she hasn't won Academy Awards. Um, at the top of my mind, she doesn't have like that many awards. Granted, I don't know that much about like her entire career, but from what I know, you know, she's not recognized as she deserved. And give me a second, I'm gonna deal with the cats. By deal with the cats, obviously, I mean trying to find the toy that they're dragging around the floor so it doesn't make as much noise. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I can. Now they're just jumping on the bed. I don't know, it's crazy to record with them in the actual room. Um, but Amy Adams, so, I feel like she hasn't gotten the recognition that she deserves. That's why I related so much to imposter syndrome. Like when you feel like you don't really belong in what you're doing when you actually do. So I wonder if like, does she feel that way? Does she maybe feel like I do all of this, but like maybe I don't belong here. I don't know. It's just sort of like, it reminded me of that. I was thinking about her as I was thinking about recording this episode. God, the cats are going insane. As I was thinking about recording this episode, I was thinking about that. And the first thing that came to my mind was imposter syndrome. It's just like, you don't really know if you belong there. You feel like you actually don't belong there and that you're not good enough. So do celebrities, well, actors who do so much and who are talked about, but then don't win anything. Do you think they feel imposter syndrome? Like they don't really belong in Hollywood or like, in the movies that they've been I don't know but Amy Adams I feel like we all love her and we all have a special place in our hearts for her obviously the first thing I remember seeing her in is Enchanted which I'm very excited because Disenchanted or whatever the hell it's called is gonna come out uh, I don't know like next year or maybe the year after that but they're filming it and it's very exciting because it's a sequel that I feel we've all been waiting for and we've all wanted but then it took them forever to actually get it done so I hope it's gonna be good um the pictures that I've seen like behind the scenes seems really nice and I feel like it's gonna be good I hope it's good because we all sort of need it we all want it and you know it's the kind of thing that brings you back to your childhood because I feel like when we also enchanted for the first time we were children and now we get to see this as like full grown-ups so our expectations are kind of high because we waited for it so long but also it's gonna be nostalgic to see these characters that we we loved so that's the first thing I remember seeing her in and Jesus Christ the cats are going insane today this is why I don't record with them. Like this is called cats, milfs, and lesbians things, but I record in my closet or in my car and I leave the cats out because they go fucking insane every single time that I just sit down at a place. Like it doesn't matter what I'm doing, they just go insane. Unless I'm outside and I bring them outside with me and then they get freaked out and they don't do anything. But yeah, so another thing that I saw Amy Adams in recently when the last years was uh sharp objects so this is um show that comes from a book and i remember i read the book many years ago 
um, because one of my brothers had read the book and um, he was reading it when I was living with him, if I remember correctly. And I was like, oh, I like, I want to read that book because, you know, he was reading it and he, he had said good things about it. So I was like, oh, I really have to read that book. You know, I trust my brother's judgment a lot. Um, one of them really reads a lot of like sci-fi and kind of stuff like that and utopian stuff. And I, it's not my cup of tea, but like, I trust what they have to say about books. So I really was like, um, intrigued to read sharp objects myself and see like how good it was, how bad it was, whatever it was. And I liked it. I liked the book a lot. I felt like it was a good story and it was a good, uh, plot twist and it just made perfect sense, you know, but then the show came out and to be honest, I wasn't quite a fan of the show. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, the show is really good and it has amazing talent in it and Amy Adams kicks ass in it. Like her character is kind of like hateable, which I think is the point of it. And she does really good playing a hateable character, but still there's something that I didn't quite like about the show. It was a good quality show and like the point of the book was there, but it's still not a show that I would rewatch or like. I would make people watch like, oh, you really have to watch this show. Yeah, no. And then the other thing that I saw her doing also comes from a book. And this one, it was a huge disappointment. The movie was a huge fucking disappointment. So again, my brother read this book, uh, The Woman in the Window, and he said that it was such a really good book and that I should read it. So obviously I read it and I actually read it while we were living together. If I'm not incorrect, uh, my timeline sometimes gets mixed up. So, you know, there's so many books and actors and movies that it makes this up, but I read this book and I remember that after I read it, I told him like, Oh, I really, really liked it. And it was true. Like I really enjoyed the book. The whole idea of the book was really good. And, um, it has things like, teases you to guess the end of the book but at the same time when you read the end of the book you're like oh oh my god the hell so yeah that happened and i i love the book and then we heard like oh they're gonna make the movie the woman in the window so obviously we we're really excited because we had both liked the book we wanted to see where they took this how it was gonna be all that stuff and then they're like oh amy adams is gonna be in it and we were both really excited because like we like amy adams I think she's really talented. Um, she looks like a really sweet person who you want to be friends with. So I kind of like trusted her and be like, oh, you know, it'll be a good movie because Amy Adams is in it. The movie fucking sucked. It was such a disappointment. It was, n it was close to the book, like the story itself, but it was shit. Like the book was so good and its quality was so good. And then the movie was disappointing as fuck. And it had such good actors in it, but it was so disappointing. And yes, a lot of times you can't compare the movie to the book because it's not going to come close to it. The book is always going to be better. There are just like a few exceptions in which the book and the movie are perfect. Both of them, like the notebook, 
the book and the movie are exactly the same and they're beautiful and it works perfectly. But in this case, it didn't fucking work at all. I remember I finished watching it and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what was this? Like, why, you know? They had such a good story and they could have made something amazing. And then they made this shitty ass movie with a woman like Amy Adams at the lead of the movie. Like, wh why? And then as, as I was thinking about this before I recorded this, I was like, I feel like now she's just doing whatever movies come her way. Like maybe one of them will hit for me to, you know, get an award or maybe this will be the movie that proves I don't belong here, you know? And it kind of sucks because like she's so talented, like for real. And you can see that she cares about her craft and about her work and her legacy and what she does. But at the same time, it's like, honey, there's some choices in your filmography that like should not be there, you know? But at the same time, I feel like I would understand how frustrated she could be about like not being recognized. And I was actually thinking about this a, a couple of months ago when we were watching the Oscars because when Jessica Chastain won the Oscar, which everybody was happy about and going crazy about, everybody pointed out how like she was the other sort of like Amy Adams. Like it was always the two of them who would like never win and never get recognized for what they did. And then Jessica Chastain finally won and got recognized and everybody was like, oh, Amy Adams, you should be next. Amy Adams, you should be next. And like, I hope that at some point in her career, you know, she gets that recognition. But the truth is that no matter how talented you are, you might not get that recognition in award form. Like Glenn Close, she's fucking talented as hell. She's one of the most talented actresses that we have, like period. And still like, she hasn't won an Oscar, you know? Does that mean that she has failed in her career? Definitely not. But it also makes me think like this whole imposter syndrome thing, like do actors feel like because if they don't win Oscars, then they are imposters. They like shouldn't really be there and people are, you know, catching up to them. I don't know how that would work, but as someone who like has imposter syndrome and thinks about these things, I'd be like, oh, maybe if I was an actress and like, I never got to win that Oscar, I would feel that way, but I don't know. I really do hope that Amy Adams, you know, gets the recognition that she deserves because she really is talented and like she can act, she can sing. She's like a full circle actress, you know? And I would hate for her to keep doing shitty movies that we all end up hating and not liking and like connecting her to those kind of shits when she's actually really talented. Like the woman in the window, she was really talented in it and she played her part really well. The movie was just really fucking shitty. Sharp Objects, like she's really fucking good. She's super talented, but I didn't like it. There's other people who are obsessed with Sharp Objects and like rewatch it and talk about it and all that stuff. And you know, it is what it is. Her character in Sharp Objects actually kind of reminds me of Kate Winslet's actress, um, character in Mare of Easttown. I don't know, it's the vibe, something about them, but yeah. And I feel like I need to dive in more into Amy Adams' um, career because thinking about it, I also watched her in Doubt, The Doubt with Meryl Streep and Viola Davis, and like she was really good in that too. So like the talent is there. She's just not being recognized as she should. So maybe she'll, you know, like Jessica Chastain, just come across that one movie that pushes her into the 
award-winning trajectory. Listen, take care of yourselves because apparently the flu is going around. I heard other people like friends and stuff were telling me they were feeling bad too. So, you know, take care because it fucking sucks. Um, I hope if you celebrate that you had a good Mother's Day. Um, if you have a complicated relationship with your mother, I send you love and hugs. I know it's a little bit later. I was going to say this the week before, but I couldn't. But like, I know Mother's Day is a very special day for those who can celebrate it and who have good relationship with their mothers, but also those who have complicated relationships with their mothers or no relationships at all. So sending much love to all of those. My cats seem to finally be chilling. So, you know, our drinks are empty. Our cats are ready for a nap. So join me next week and let's talk about your favorite MILF. And if you like talking about your favorite MILF, please leave me some comments, review the podcast. Let me know what you think of this and let's help other lesbians find us, other cats join us and let's keep talking about your favorite MILF.